Welcome to Take Up and Read, a bite-sized Bible study podcast on the Sunday Catholic Mass readings. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. This Sunday is the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord in Year C, and there are two options for the Psalm and First and Second readings. Our first reading is Isaiah chapter 42, verses 1-4 through 4 and 6-7, through 7, the first of Isaiah's servant songs, which we have discussed in more detail previously on the podcast. The first verse here is invoked in today's gospel at the baptism of Jesus. Here is my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen one with whom I am pleased, upon whom I have put my spirit. The Holy Spirit will descend upon Jesus as God the Father echoes these words. It is implied here that the servant of the Lord will bring justice without violence or political revolution. Jesus will establish a new covenant in himself, as Isaiah promises in verse 6, becoming the light of the nations, bringing sight to the blind and deliverance from the bondage of sin to all people, not just Israel. See Luke chapter 7 verse 22 for another parallel. Our second option for the first reading is Isaiah chapter 40 verses 1 through 5 and 9 through 11 which opens a section running through chapter 48, known as Isaiah's Book of Comfort, or Consolation. Fans of Handel's Messiah will note that the beginning of this passage is one of the highlights of the performance. This is a sort of turning point in Isaiah's prophecy, when he foretells the future deliverance from the calamitous exile of which he has been warning the people. This deliverance comes at the power and strong arm of the Lord, This so-called New Exodus imagery is partially fulfilled in the return of the exiles in the 6th century BC, but even more perfectly in the deliverance from sin at the coming of Jesus. The glory of the Lord which departed the temple will return with Christ. We see Good Shepherd imagery here in verse 11 and a prophecy of the coming of John the Baptist in verse 3. See John chapter 1 verse 23 where the Baptist refers to himself in light of this passage from Isaiah. Our psalm this Sunday is Psalm 29, a psalm of praise by King David for God's mighty power, which will be expressed by the servant of the Lord in the new exodus foretold in the readings from Isaiah. The voice of the Lord is over the waters in the gospel for this Sunday when Jesus is baptized in the Jordan River. Our second option for the psalm this Sunday is Psalm 104, another psalm of praise for the power of God recalling his creation in Genesis. The final verse, 30, ought to be familiar as it is part of a traditional Catholic prayer to the Holy Spirit, who makes a dramatic appearance in this Sunday's Gospel. When you send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. This Sunday's second reading is Acts chapter 10, verses 34 through 38. St. Peter's preaching upon being called to the house of Cornelius, a Gentile and Roman centurion. This is a remarkable event in the history of salvation, as the apostles begin to fulfill their mission to go outside the people of Israel and preach the salvation of Jesus to all people. Peter's subtle reference to the baptism of Jesus at the hand of John the Baptist and the subsequent descent of the Holy Spirit upon him is the reason this passage is included in this Sunday's Mass. This Sunday's second option for the second reading is Titus chapter 2 verses 11 through 14 and chapter 3 verses 4 through 7, wherein St. Paul refers to the appearance of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, which is manifested publicly at Christ's baptism in our gospel. The second 
section of this reading draws attention to our own bath of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit in the sacrament of baptism. The Catechism of the Catholic Church actually refers to this passage from Paul's letter to Titus when discussing baptism at paragraph 1215. This sacrament is also called the washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit, for it signifies and actually brings about the birth of water and the Spirit, without which no one can enter the kingdom of God. For a deeper study of justification and grace mentioned in the final verse of this reading, I suggest going back to the Catechism, starting with paragraph 1987. Our Gospel this Sunday is Luke chapter 3, verses 15 through 16 and 21 through 22, which we have already seen from the first of our first readings, presents Jesus as the fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy of the suffering servant of the Lord. This Gospel is another pivotal moment in salvation history. All the Old Testament expectation for the coming of the Messiah has the people wondering if John the Baptist is its fulfillment. In the second of our first readings from Isaiah, we see that John's true role is that of the voice crying out in the desert to prepare the way of the Lord. I will close with some excerpts from the Catechism on the meaning of this feast day. Jesus' public life begins with his baptism by John in the Jordan. John preaches a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. A crowd of sinners, tax collectors and soldiers, Pharisees and Sadducees and prostitutes come to be baptized by him. Then Jesus appears. The Baptist hesitates, but Jesus insists and receives baptism. Then the Holy Spirit, in the form of a dove, comes upon Jesus, and a voice from heaven proclaims, This is my beloved Son. This is the manifestation, epiphany, of Jesus as the Messiah of Israel and Son of God. The baptism of Jesus is on his part the acceptance and inauguration of his mission as God's suffering servant. He allows himself to be numbered among sinners. He is already the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Already he is anticipating the baptism of his bloody death. Already he is coming to fulfill all righteousness. That is, he is submitting himself entirely to his Father's will. Out of love he consents to this baptism of death for the remission of our sins. The Father's voice responds to the Son's acceptance, proclaiming his entire delight in his Son. The Spirit whom Jesus possessed in fullness from his conception comes to rest on him. Jesus will be the source of the Spirit for all mankind. At his baptism the heavens were open, the heaven that Adam's sin had closed, and the waters were sanctified by the descent of Jesus and the Spirit, a prelude to the new creation. Our Lord voluntarily submitted himself to the baptism of St. John, intended for sinners, in order to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus' gesture is a manifestation of his self-emptying. The Spirit who had hovered over the waters in the first creation descended then on the Christ as a prelude of the new creation, and the Father revealed Jesus as his beloved Son. Through baptism, the Christian is sacramentally assimilated to Jesus, who in his own baptism anticipates his his death and resurrection. The Christian must enter into this mystery of humble self-abasement and repentance, Go down into the water with Jesus in order to rise with him. Be born of water and the Spirit so as to become the Father's beloved Son in the Son and walk in newness of life. That's all we have time for today. Let's conclude with the collect from this Sunday's Mass. Almighty, ever-living God, who, when Christ had been baptized in the River Jordan and as the Holy Spirit descended upon him, solemnly declared him your beloved Son, grant that your children by adoption reborn of water and the Holy Spirit, 
may always be well-pleasing to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening. To learn more and find resources, visit studycatholic.com. And please tell your friends about the show and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Thanks again, and God bless.